Agape Leaders Podcast. This week, we have a chat with Dr. Greg Mays. As always, I'm so excited to come to you this week to share a little bit of what I have on my mind, but mostly what I believe God has put on my heart to share with you so that you may grow in your walk with Him. You know, it's so often that I run into people and they ask me straightforward, why do you believe in God? Or how do you know that this is God speaking? Or they'll ask me numerous questions. And I'm so thankful for that. The reason why I'm thankful for that is we can say what we want. But at the end of the day, it is important for us to be sharing this gospel. And people should look at our lives and say, okay, I believe that that person is following this man, Jesus Christ. So I'm praying that we will have one of those episodes this week. So let's get started. You know, one of the things that I enjoy is I enjoy a really good quote. Let's say it like that. I enjoy a really good quote. And if I'm being honest, I enjoy a really good godly quote. My heart's desire is to hear from people who are speaking in the way that the Lord would have them speak, saying those things that God has placed on their heart so that we, as the hearer, can grow closer to God the Father. And so years ago, I don't know how many years ago now, but it's been a few years, I listened to a YouTube video of Denzel Washington giving a commencement address. I believe he was speaking to the graduates at the University of Pennsylvania. Now, some of you, if you follow me on TikTok, not that long ago, I did a TikTok and I talked about this. And what he said was, put God first. And the reality is, if we are not putting God first, then nothing that we do will come to fruition. If you turn in your Bibles to the book of Psalms, and it's the 127th Psalm. It's one of my favorite Psalms. And it says, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. I love that verse because it tells us clearly, if you're not walking with God, if God is not the reason why you're doing what you are doing, if he's not not just not just in the middle of it, he is the reason why you're doing it. He's the one who called you to do it. If God didn't call you to do it, then stop what you're doing. When you have to say to yourself, I think God told me to do this, God doesn't work like that. And I know some of you might already be up in arms. And that's just the way it's going to have to be, I guess, today. But God doesn't work that way. Well, how do you know it's God? 
because he doesn't contradict his word. I love this. I heard this person say uh, on a video the other day, talking about being tempted, said, God is not going to tempt you. You know, God, I wish I could remember exactly what she said, but it was so funny. She was saying, you know, God's not going to be tempting you to to not read your Bible. That's what he said. God's not going to tempt you to not read your Bible. Or actually, I think she said the devil is not going to tempt you to read your Bible. The devil's not going to be telling you, go read your Bible. You know, when, when you hear that, go read your Bible, that's coming from the Lord. The enemy doesn't want you reading your Bible. Why? Because there's truth in there. So let me get into this, put God first. The first thing I want you to understand, this is going to help you put God first. All right, let me pause because I didn't give you that warning. So I want to give you that warning. I'm about to give you three things that you could do to put God first. I got carried away. I got excited. Here's number one. When you wake up, make him your first thought. Now watch this. You might wake up and go, oh, I'm thirsty. Dwell on the Lord. You might wake up and go, oh, I'm still tired. No, turn your focus to the Lord. Because here's the reality. We may have thoughts, things come into our mind. What God is purposing is what are you dwelling on? What is your focus? That's what Jesus is talking about when he says, if a man in his mind or in his heart lusts after a woman, he commits adultery. You see, we're not talking about if you look at something and you go, oh, that looks, oh, okay, let me turn my eyes. This is, this is not what he's talking about. He's talking about when you dwell on it. So when you wake up, God must be your first thought. Now, one of the things that I do when I wake up in the morning, I wake up and I say, thank you, Jesus, for this day. And, I, and once you do that all the time, it becomes, I know some people are going to get upset about this word, it becomes a habit. But that's okay. It is okay to have, I'm using the air quotes, a habit of saying, thank you, Jesus. Because that puts him first on your mind. If you're going to put God first, you need to get to the place where he's your first thought. Because when he's your first thought, then you will begin to dwell on him. The next thing you have to do, if you want to put God first, before you make an important decision, you need to seek his guidance. Well, how are you going to seek his guidance? You're going to seek his guidance through prayer. He may, in your prayer time, answer you. He's allowed to do that. You need to be reading your Bible. He may answer you through his word. Something that you read will help you. It'll bring into clarity this decision that you need to make. And God can use that, and he will use that. And you also need to, and I say this very frequently, you need to surround yourself with mature Christians. If you are the most mature Christian in your circle of friends, then you need a new circle of friends. You need to be around people who are mature, who are where you are, and even at a place where you can learn and glean from them. It doesn't mean you shouldn't talk to and hang out and be that 
mature Christian for someone else, but it does mean that you need to have your circle that you're going to, because we're talking about making godly decisions now. You need to have that group that you go to and you talk to and you say, okay, what do you guys think of this? I sat down a few weeks ago with a friend of mine and he, oh my God, I took notes. He shared with me so much that I needed to hear. And I take that as a God moment. And one of the things that he told me, especially when it comes to this ministry, this platform, Agape Leaders, he said, you need to be, you need to get you a circle of men that you're going to sit down with and run ideas by. And they'll give you their ideas and help you to kind of have a little bit more clarity when it comes to this ministry. And I, I 100% agree. And so I've spoke, well, I talked to him on the spot. I've spoken to one of the other folks and I, and I need, there's two more. Well, I've been struggling with one or two, and I think that's what the holdup is right now. And the reason why I haven't completely closed the door, in other words, got that set up is because I'm in, you know, God, I think is working on me to let me know exactly who the other two will be. And so, but the point is, I'm doing that. And so I'm encouraging you to, to do that, to get a group of people, a group of men, a group of women, whoever it is that you need, get that group and make sure that you're running those big, important decisions by them in Jesus' name. Be careful who you ask. If you ask somebody something and they're not where you are and they're not where they really need to be, you better have discernment because if you're not careful, people will guide you away from God, even if they don't mean to. Let me say that again. If you're not careful, when you go to seek guidance, when you go to seek godly guidance, people, well-meaning people, will guide you away from God if they're not in a place where they're really able to, to they're not a mature Christian. And so they're just telling you what they think. You have to be careful. So we're talking about how do we put God first? I don't want you to lose that. How do we put God first? Step one, I said, when you wake up in the morning, he's got to be your first thought. It's non-negotiable. That's how you put him first. You start your day with him. And when you're making decisions, you're seeking him for guidance through his word, through prayer, and through godly friends, mature friends, people that you can trust, people you know who are getting in their word, people who you know who are on their knees, people who you know who maybe been through some stuff, maybe they have some experience with the decision that you need to make. And so this is how you put God first. So I pray that that was for you there and that you will begin to spend a little bit of time on that thought of putting God first. Now I want to transition into a second thought, and it's kind of really different from what I was just talking about, putting God first, and that is 
I wanted to talk about marriage. And the reason why I want to talk about marriage is Agape Leaders is going to, in the very few coming days, like in the very near future, one of the things that we're going to be doing is we will have a some some opportunities for you guys to kind of join agape leaders. I'm going to use a friend of mine's word, society, but that, that's not really what it is. Just our goal is to help you in certain areas of your life. And one of them is going to be marriages. I'm saddened with the number of marriages that are ending. I'm talking about Christian marriages that that end and you don't even have an opportunity to sow into that marriage. And so what I'm going to be doing in the very, very, you know, right at the beginning of the year is you'll have an opportunity to kind of join in, you know, invest in your marriage. And you invest, and we have what we will call these marriage nuggets. And it's advice, and it is things that you and your partner, your your spouse, can do to help keep your marriage Christ-centered. And so we, we invest in so many other things. And so at Agape Leaders, this is one of the things that we're going to do, and is to help you to invest in your marriage. And so I want you to do this. This is free. This isn't going to cost you anything. I want you to sit down and I want you to have this talk with God and yourself. This isn't a talk that you're going to have with your spouse. This isn't a talk that you're going to have with your significant other, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, the person that you are planning to spend till death do us part with. I want you to have this conversation with just you and God. And here it is. There are two types of marriages. There are two types of relationships. There are covenant relationships and there are contract relationships. And I want you to sit down and come to an understanding of what type of relationship you are in right now with your spouse or with your fiance. If you're in a relationship that it's, it could be a temporary relationship, you can do this. But my focus right now, I'm talking to the people who are in a marriage relationship or in a fiance. We're going to be in a marriage relationship. I want you to have this conversation. So are you in a covenant relationship or are you in a contract relationship? A covenant relationship is a relationship in which you will love your partner no matter what. There isn't anything that your partner is going to be able to do that is going to push you away, that's going to cause you to say, I don't love you anymore. This is a covenant relationship. In other words, you love your partner, period. In spite of anything they do, in spite of anything they say, in spite of anything that happens, your love for them is not contingent on anything that they will do for you or anything that they neglect to do 
for you. In other words, you love them regardless. Does this love remind you of anyone? It should remind you of the love of God the Father. God loves us unconditionally. He has a covenant with us. He had a covenant with Abraham, and we are a part of that covenant that he had with Abraham back in Genesis in chapter 12. And as you read forward, because that's when we start to see Abram and then Abraham. And so that same covenant comes through Jesus Christ. And so he loves us, even though, what does Romans say? What does Paul say in the book of Romans chapter 5, verse 8? God demonstrates his agape, his love, his unconditional love for us in that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. This is a covenant relationship. Are you in a covenant relationship with your partner or are you in a contract relationship? In other words, I will love you as long as you are doing A, B, C, and D. But if you don't do A, B, C, and D, I will pull my love from you. That is a contract. I'm going to love you. This is my part, and this is your part. And, and, and as long as we're doing what we're supposed to do, then I will continue to love you. I will continue to be in this relationship with you. I want you to sit down with yourself. Don't sit in a conversation with your loved one. You first decide from your perspective. Are you in a covenant relationship from your perspective? Or are you in a contract relationship from your perspective? What can your partner do or neglect to do that will cause you to leave? Maybe you're in a contract. If you're in a relationship where you say, I, there's no, I, I'm here, I'm here for this person, this is my person, then maybe you're in a covenant. But spend some time, sit down, find out, figure out what type of relationship you are in so then you can be even better at it. But this is just the first little nugget that I want to give you. And I want to, there's so much more that I want to do to help give you a biblical marriage. You know, we see so many people who are out here struggling, and I don't want that to be the case. I want to help you so that you and your partner, your loved one, can, can grow in such a way that you both are growing towards Jesus Christ. For me, that's the number one priority. So I pray that, that you will sit down and take some time there. But I also pray that you will plan to come back. Look for that at the beginning of the year where we are going to have marriage, biblical marriage nuggets. Also, there'll be uh, leadership. And as well as for those of you who endeavor to, you know, you want to be a youth pastor we're going to have something called a Youth Pastor College. So just stand by. Don't stand too far by because this is coming soon, as in 
very, very soon. So I hope that this motivates you, excites you as you get ready to start the new year. The next episode will be into the new year. I'm praying for uh, to have a few more guests. Kind of as we ended this year, I did a lot more teaching, but my desire is for us to move into a place where we start to get a few more guests on our podcast. Well, before we get out of here, I want to pray for us. I want to pray for you. And always, if you ever have prayer needs, prayer requests, you might even have questions. I love them. I have a friend of mine who sent me a question the other day, and she led with, I have a deep one for you. I love those. So I would encourage you to send them to me. I don't answer those questions. I pray I give those to God and God helps me give uh, the answers. And we go right into the Bible. So, so if you have those, please send those. But let me pray for us and then I'll get us out of here. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you for this year. Thank you for this ministry. Thank you for everything that you have done in Agape Leaders. Prayer now, Lord God, is how can we do more for people? How can we help others? How can we be who you've called us to be so that others can grow into who you've called them to be? Would you open our eyes, show us where we need to go, that we may walk in the way that you've called us to? Now, Lord, I pray for every listener. I pray, Lord, that their hearts would soften towards you that their desire would be whatever you've called them, that they will walk in that. That's my heart's desire for these listeners. So I pray, Lord God, that you would reach them, touch them, soften their hearts so that they can turn to you and feel your presence, your love, and then go do all that you've called them to do. As always, Father, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, that's all we have for this week's Agape Leaders Podcast. Until next time, you have a blessed week.